Hello. Welcome to the Domination Sports Nation podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Dom. And welcome back. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to us, whether it be via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. We appreciate all the kind words and your continued support. Yes, thank you guys for listening to our last podcast, and we hope that you listen to this one. Excellent. And uh, we've taken a little bit of a break, Dom, uh, while we're off here. uh, Things opened up a little bit. You promoted from sixth grade, which your mom and sister and I are very proud of you and excited about. It was done virtually, which, you know, someday you'll be able to tell your kids and friends uh, all about how you didn't get to have an in-person promotion, but uh, we're proud of you. So we took a little hiatus for that. Uh, what'd you think of that, Dom? It was crazy to do something virtual that I thought I would be doing in real life, just walking down and getting my diploma. But I guess I wasn't able to do that, but I hope that I'll be able to do it in eighth grade. Exactly. Uh, on the bright side, at least you weren't a high school or college senior some friends that were shout out to the class of 2020 um you know hasn't been a heck of a lot of sports to talk about but this is a good week to pick back up and more importantly we have a very special guest dom uh our friend of yours and your sisters for your entire lives he is about to be a high school junior he's an excellent baseball and football player uh he got you for your promotion an awesome set of headphones that you're now using to record this podcast. Without further ado, Dom, why don't you inter- introduce your buddy Anthony, who's joining us today as our first special guest. Yes, Anthony is a big sports fan, just like my dad and I, and we have some questions for you. Thank you for being on our podcast, Anthony. And we know that you're a big Angels fan, so what do you think of the MLB and its return proposed to return on 4th of July? Um, to be honest with you, I think that it's it's great. I've really missed baseball season, to be honest with you. It's one of my favorite seasons. So just getting the return back, you know, is really is really great. Yeah, especially that it was can it was canceled basically. I postponed, sorry, for spring ball basically. We didn't get to watch any of it during the spring. And yeah. you know you play high school baseball. Yes, I do. Uh, I I play outfield in high school. Yeah, it's really good. Your season got canceled, though, by the way. So what do you think of that? Um, to be honest with you, it really sucked. Uh, we, Me and my team, we were training since August, and uh, we prepared so much just to have pretty much the whole season canceled. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, it kind of hurts you because you're doing all that training, and it just – it's for nothing, basically. Yeah, it's, it's – I mean, honestly, it's pretty sad. Like, uh, you know, it's – the season that I was looking really forward to, all of my teammates were looking forward to. I mean, our coaches were looking forward to. We had a we had a really special team this year, you know, and um, it just sucks to see it all just go just go to waste with the whole coronavirus thing. Yeah, well, hopefully you'll get to play your season next season. I hope that you do, and you have a really talented team. For sure, uh, we were we were ten and zero before the season got canceled, and. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, so you know you're a big Raider fan too. So the NFL's supposedly gonna start on time. Do you think it will? To be very honest with you, I I, I don't know. Um, I would like to see it happen on time, but I just feel like there might be another huge spike 
with everything that's going on. Um, also, I feel uh, or I, actually I saw on uh, the news today that Alabama players they got together for a workout just yesterday, and now five of them have tested positive for the coronavirus. Yeah, it's crazy to think about it, and honestly, I don't think it will start on time. They're saying that they may just push week one and week two back till the later weeks, like week 16 and week 17, because they deliberately made those first two weeks divisional games, and that might be good, and they may just cancel week three and four, which is kind of crazy, and just start in October. So, And that's crazy about Alabama, too, on how tested positive, you got a social distance, and that's how we're going to get back to sports. Yeah, I mean, if uh, that shows anything of how sports will go, it will be really tough to have a lot of players in one area. And football especially, that's you have a lot of players, a lot of physical contact. You know, it's I mean, it, it'd be really tough to play out there without thinking at least uh, the coronavirus might be out there. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then staying with the topic of the NFL, you're a Raider fan. So what do you think of them moving to their new city, Las Vegas? Um, to be honest with you, I think that it's, you know, it's, it's really cool because they get a new stadium. It's an upgrade from their old stadium, which they shared with the A's. But at the same time, um, you know, they're leaving the majority of their loyal fans. There, there aren't too many, you know, fans in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm just guessing. But, you know, the stadium will just attract a lot of different fans, some who might be for a completely different team than the teams are playing. So, you know, I just don't know if the support, the fan support will be there. Um, I, I just feel like, you know, it was something that might not have been very necessary, but they did get a new stadium, so that is a plus. Yeah, and the Alameda Stadium was a dump in. I think I like the move a bit. Um, I like the young squad, Josh Jacobs. You know, they signed Marcus Mariota, too, and I like the move for it. I'm excited to see what the Raiders can bring to Vegas. Oh, definitely. Their um, their team is definitely getting better, especially after the draft last year by uh, Mayock. You know, you did a great job with that rookie class last year, and I'm hoping that it uh, the rookie class this year is just as good. Yeah, and to say a little on topic, Henry Ruggs supposedly injured himself while helping his friend move, so <laughs> that may not be good, but. <laughs> Hopefully you can get back to the start of the season or whenever the NFL season starts. And going back to the topic of the MLB, um, Anthony, do you think the Angels will be good this year? They signed Anthony Rendon. I know you're a big Angel fan. They got Mike Trout as well. So how do you think they'll be this year? Um, to be honest with you, I feel like they've had a very good offensive year. It's just the there are still many questions uh, regarding the pitching staff and how far they can take them if they uh, make it to the playoffs. Yeah, and I think their great pitcher is Shohei Otani. I think he's really good, and I like the addition of Rendon going to third base and Mike Trout, obviously. They just didn't have great pitching. That's why they've been in a drought, just not getting to the playoffs for a while. But hopefully they do well this year. I know my sister's a big Angel fan too, so. Yeah, of course. Um, You know, I feel like um... – Shohei Otani, he, he'll definitely lead the pitching staff. Um, there are some pitchers underneath as uh, we continue to, as the Angels continue to build their farm system up. So I'm really hoping that some of the pitchers from the farm system, um, you know, end up being studs for them in the next year or so. Mike Trout only has so much time left before he's out of his prime. 
Yeah, once he gets out of his prime, it's a lesser chance of him getting a ring and getting a World Series. So you just hope for the best that the Angels get good. Yeah, definitely. And you've seen the NBA's new proposal. They're supposedly going to start July 31st. It's going to be in Orlando. They're going to have eight regular season games to start the season. And hopefully, once this coronavirus thing has died down, maybe we can get some fans. But Adam Silver has said that there will be no fans. And what do you think of this, Anthony? The NBA starting July 31st. Um. Same thing as baseball. It's great to be getting the sport back. I mean, you know, uh, basketball season has probably been the most missed by everyone just because of its popularity. And, um, I mean, I, I hope – I mean, I wish that it could start earlier, but at least we're getting it. I, I really um, I really dig the 22-team uh, format. I think that's, I think that's really cool. Um, and it's also in Orlando. So I just feel like I just feel like it's the setting of it's really cool and just different, you know, makes it more interesting. Um, you know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, especially that they're going to have eight games to get the teams warmed up a little bit. And we'll see how these teams do. You know, the NBA finals is just going to be a big thing. Like, you just don't know who's going to win at this point. I thought it would be Clippers Bucks in the finals, but who knows now? It's just a. Uh, thing to see which team gets back and gets back the fastest and we'll see how that goes yeah definitely um you know I, my favorite team is the lakers and um i really hope that they can get back to how well they were doing before the season ended uh, you know definitely with the uh, definitely want them to be nba champions aspirations i mean it's it I, i'm just really excited and looking forward to the nba season. that's all i gotta say yeah, and to bring you into this, Dad, what do you think of the proposal? I like it a lot because I think what they've done is they've taken, uh, I believe it's a total of six teams that were in striking distance of the, the eighth and last playoff seed in each conference and letting them play it out for eight regular season games and then letting the, the playoff seeds in each conference tune up and kind of have like this almost second preseason to get in shape. I think that's cool. It's a little risky starting this late, but I get what Adam Silver's doing. Um of all the commissioners, I've always thought he's the best, so I've got a lot of faith in him. And then, too, um, I think long-term, Adam Silver has been really progressive about throwing out ideas. Let's start the season in December so we have to contend with football in the fall or even, like, let's have a play-in tournament to have the eight, eight and nine seed fight it out for the last spot, and they still may do that here. It's, it's hard to determine, but um, I don't know what you guys thought of that. You know, I'm uh, – I'm, middle-aged man uh, you guys think of me as old but uh, I'll hold on to the fact that I'm still middle-aged and I remember the way the NBA was but I, I kind of like these new twists what Anthony first what do you think of these new proposals um, I think that they're very interesting definitely makes it uh, uh, definitely makes it more uh, interesting to watch sorry I'm just getting caught up it makes it more interesting to watch you know just because it's different and um, you know it, it's just going to be the good teams so we won't, I mean, we won't have to watch, you know, teams that can't contend. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing if any teams can jump from those, um, any of those six teams can jump into the playoffs, make a surprise run just because they caught hot at a different time. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Dom? 
um, to add on to that, I think, you know, it could be like a Cinderella team in March Madness. You could just see an eight seed or any team come out of the blue and just get to the finals or something. That'd be pretty crazy. But it's going to be weird with the Christmas Day start, I think, because honestly, I really didn't watch the NBA until Christmas Day because you have the NFL going on. And I just watched that most. But yeah, in the NBA, before this whole thing proposal with Orlando and stuff, there was rumors about it being in Vegas and New York and them having like a March Madness tournament. But I like this format way better. Yeah, I, I think it's good. They have it centrally located. And you, know, you guys are probably read between the lines because you're shrewd young men. But the fact that they're having it at Disney and Disney owns ABC and ESPN, which is our huge broadcast partner. I, I think it's a win-win. It keeps the business people happy, keeps the players happy. And uh, let's not forget the players will be playing in a state with no income tax. So I guess they'll keep a little more of their money here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, but here's another one I want to throw out to you guys. So MLB has been going back and forth. Rob Manfred, the commissioner, Tony Clark, the MLB Players Association leader, which is their union. Um, they players counter proposal with a 114 game season. The owners said no. The original proposal was just to do half of a regular season, which would be 81 games. They've been going back and forth, threatening to do uh, 48 games or whatever it might be. Um, what do you guys think of this? I mean, for me, being an adult and working in the real world for a while. Um, Whenever the, the lawyers and the negotiations get involved, I zone out. But um, what do you guys think of these counter proposals? And if you think there's a chance we might not see baseball this summer? The crazy thing is with the MLB is that there's not much contact in it. So you can socially distance with the MLB and you can have no fans. And they just can't agree on anything. And the MLB's just been saying, hey, we're going to give the highest paid players pay cuts and the highest paid players don't like that. And with the owners not agreeing on this, it's just like a wild roller coaster now. You don't know if the MLB is going to return at proposed time in July 4th. Yeah, very true to piggyback off of that. Um, the players obviously did not like the fact that the MLB wanted to take that uh, take a, a huge pay cut. And, I mean, I, it's understandable, but um, at the same time, you know, a lot of fans just want baseball back. So, I mean, I, they might have to make the sacrifice of taking that pay cut, um, you know, just because, uh, I mean, they, they already do make a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like, um, and it'd probably be more in the interest of the fans and the people for them to play and take the, and take the pay cut. Um, also, I want to talk about the fact that um, I feel like the 82-game season would work better. Because, I mean, I feel like if they stretch it out into uh, more of basketball season, it'll, uh, it, you know, the popularity of it will fade away. Whereas if they have a shorter season, you know, it'll be like the main focal point. Um, you know, obviously basketball would happen in the middle of it if it started July 4th. But it'll, it'll still be pretty popular if they kept it more short rather than if they kept it long. That's just my opinion. That's, that's, that's an excellent point. point. Yeah. Sorry, Dom. Go on. Oh, no, you could go. It's fine. So... Yeah, and I, I think, too, one of the proposals are saying it might not start until later in July, and I think MLB is crazy if they go head-to-head with basketball. Uh, I know everyone thought for the longest time baseball is the number one sport in this country. Clearly, it's the NFL, but I don't think some people in MLB even realize that 
they're no longer the number two sport. It's the NBA, and they're going to be going head-to-head with them. The NBA, I think game seven of the NBA finals were to happen would end October 12th, and that'd be right in the middle of MLB playoffs. So you're going head-to-head with, with NBA. That's a risky proposition for baseball. Yeah, it's about to see who gets some more ratings, more viewers, and the NBA and the MLB are going to be crunched up together. You're going to have the NBA Finals. It's just going to be on national television. You're going to have the Fox playoff games for the MLB. It's just going to be crazy. Yes, definitely. And if football starts as well, then that would even take away from it as more, uh, even more. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I just I just want sports at any form at this point. I think it'd be great to have baseball by the 4th of July. That Even the NHL wouldn't be up against them, but uh, we'll see. You know, there was – I remember when I was a, a young man, the MLB canceled their entire season in 1994, so nothing seems to surprise me with them. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen at this point. So my uh, my final question for both of you, and I'll throw it to Anthony first, so – Dom and I talk about this a lot. Um, Anthony, much like your parents, we have NFL Sunday ticket. We like consuming the games that way, but I find the older I get, I'm a lot like Dom, and I enjoy watching Red Zone and flipping from game to game and seeing uh, potential scoring plays or just seeing replays right after they happen or like a pick six or something cool that happened in a game. So um, I kind of like how you youngsters consume sports, but if you could both talk about how you like watching sports. I mean, for me, it was always a lot of games and then ESPN and sports center was a place to go, but there are so many channels now. And then even for you guys, there's, there's YouTube, there's Instagram, there's Twitter. There are all sorts of ways to, to watch not only shows and highlights, just talk about how you guys like consuming sports versus your parents do. Um, I'd like to start off with, um, Especially for football, I love to go on YouTube and watch highlights of just uh, cool catches or, like, uh, pick sixes or just, like, crazy plays or, like, um, you know, NBA, like, uh, crazy three-pointers. You know, that's – I mean, I'm sure a lot of kids that, um, you know, are my generation like to do that as well. And, um, you know, I feel like a lot less people, uh, you know, watch uh, sports from – you know, the TV, like, you have a phone now, you have computers. You know, I know a lot of my friends uh, watch it from there. But, um, Dom, what do you think? Um, I consume a lot of my sports on YouTube and just watching Sports Center too. If I don't get to watch a game, I'll just look at the highlights on YouTube and ESPN as well. Yes, um, you know, and for, um, for football, I love to watch, like, uh, I, I, I forgot what the channel is. I think it's just football channel but it has uh you know all the coverage on it i still watch it you know when i sit down to eat you know it's the it's the channel with a uh, good morning football what's that channel oh nfl network oh, yeah, yeah NFL, NFL network. network. yeah i love i love to watch that i also like to watch uh the mlb network which is the channel right above that on my tv um you know with shows like quick pitch and all that i just that's how i consume my sports on um you know tv when nothing's on yeah, and the crazy thing is that YouTube's getting more live live games. Like the MLB last season was getting like live streams. I look at YouTube, I'd be like, "Oh, it's an MLB game on YouTube," and it turned into like a weekly thing. So it's pretty cool to see that. Oh yeah, definitely. It's really cool how um, you know uh, 
sports are, are expanding onto many different platforms so a lot more people can watch and you know they can get more views yeah and the nba channel on youtube has been showing like classic nba games so it's been cool to see that yeah that that, that has been pretty cool i've been watching some of those but what about you dad what do you think I think it's great. When I was a kid, if you weren't home and you're in the car with your parents, you had to listen to a game on the radio or maybe listen to the, the all news station to get a scoring update. So I think it's great, Dom. You've been out enough places, even just besides the Sunday ticket app, just being able to, like you said, stream a game on YouTube or maybe even check a score on the ESPN app or um, find out on Twitter how someone got hurt during the game. I, I think it's awesome. Um, I, the one thing I will say is, you know, Dom knows, Anthony, I, I always fight the urge to pull the cord as it was and go to a streaming service. But I think sports is the one thing that's keeping me on, uh, you know, I have direct TV or I know other people have cable TV. I just think the, the quality is better. You don't have to worry about games getting buffered or even losing the signal because your, your Wi-Fi is not strong enough. So I think it's great. Um, Dom's turned me on to like, Game of Zones, which was a YouTube-only show. I thought that was a really funny show, but who, who would have thought how popular it was just being on YouTube and not being on broadcast TV? And then he showed me, like, even going over to Instagram, House of Highlights, I think that's pretty cool. That that reminded me a lot of what ESPN used to be. You just, like, tune in for an hour and see all the cool plays or news of the day. And unfortunately now, my, my one takeaway is, like, ESPN's become a lot of, I call it fake debate or even just like lists or things that just stir up conversation, especially now because there are no highlights to show. So that's the one thing I miss. I miss the old school ESPN. And I think YouTube and Instagram have, have filled that void for you guys. Yeah, that's a good point. And a lot of these ESPN shows are what you said, like fake debate, like first take or get up and all that stuff. And it's just not enjoyable to watch people yell for two hours. Well, shout out Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah, Stephen, Stephen A. a. Smith. <laughs> yeah, and Max Kellerman as well. It's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think there's a lot. And yeah, what we're doing here, podcasts, I think that's a wave of the future. They're starting to explode. But they're kind of like what you hit on, Anthony. MLB, I want some MLB content. I'm going to go just to the MLB channel, the NFL Network, and I think podcasts are that too. There's some really good, like even fantasy sports podcasts, and I'm not plugging my own, but you know, listen to that or listen to one where they do a recap of what happened on Sunday in the NFL. And I don't have to listen to all the commercials on like an ESPN radio. So I know you guys think of that too, even just from the radio side. Do you guys like podcasts? Are you still more radio? Um, I like a lot of podcasts. I know I listen to a lot with you, Dad, like Mad Dog and Colin Cowherd. So I've been enjoying them, especially during quarantine. You know, I've never been too big of a um, a podcast fan. You know, I've, I've listened to, you know, just a few. But, um, you know, when, when I do listen to the radio for games, I, I normally have um, I normally have games during the fall for, for baseball on weekends. So a lot of times I have to I, I have to listen to games from the radio in the car, like you know going on the way there or coming on the coming home on the way back or like if we're just eating in the car during the game break, you know that's where I'll, uh, I'd catch um, most of the game. And to be honest with you, it's the the announcers are pretty good still. Um, they give pretty vivid descriptions, and you know I I do listen a lot to the radio during 
football season because of that. Yeah, especially for like college basketball where the announcers are constantly having to say where the ball is. Like, are they shooting from the free throw line? Where are they? Are they passing into the paint? It's really cool how they just make it so vivid, like you said, Anthony. So uh, before we go, I want to thank you. This has been really cool to hear uh, you guys are Gen Z to hear your perspective versus my uh, Gen X perspective. I like it. Um, I agree with Anthony too. Radio and sports on the radio, live games won't go away. I mean, Dom, we've got Sirius XM and I want baseball back just so I can listen to every different major league announcer while we're in the yard or out and about in the car. I think that's really cool to hear every team's local broadcaster. So agree with that. But uh, in closing, Anthony, you know, I want to thank you again for your time. You did a great job. If you uh, ever do decide to go into podcasting, I think you've got a bright future, but have any, have any final thoughts for us? This is your floor to, to go off on your Stephen A. Smith style rant or hot take here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have too many, too many thoughts. Just honestly, besides, I'm just waiting for sports to come back. Only a few more weeks before we get up, uh, before we get sports. So that's, uh, that's pretty um, comforting. Yeah, thank you, Anthony. Uh, thank you guys yep. for having me. Uh, our pleasure. And then, uh, Dom, um, I mean, this is your show. Your name's on the title. Any, any final thoughts? And then, uh, if you'd. Uh, if you'd like, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little trivia question to you when you're done. Honestly, nothing really, Anthony, and just what Anthony said, waiting to get sports back, and hopefully it's back in July with the NBA and the MLB, and just crossing my fingers. Yeah, I, I agree, and and Dom, I think one of the highlights that kind of broke this up for us during the break was every Sunday night for two hours we watched the Last Dance on ESPN. Just a a quick question for you now that that's wrapped up. Who's the greatest NBA player of all time, in your opinion? Michael Jordan. All right, good. You were paying attention. You're a smart kid. Yeah, and the second guy next to him is Kobe Bryant. That's that very interesting to, to come from your perspective. You know, um, Anthony, what, how would you rank them, uh, even if it's one, two, three, top NBA of all time? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, Michael Jordan has to be number one, I don't think. You know, anyone would really uh, ever take that. He was the face of the NBA in the 90s. Like, you know, he, I think he was the one that really put the NBA, like, you know, started making it big, you know. Everyone always wanted to be just like Mike, you know. Even that was a Nike slogan, you know. Yeah, good good perspective on that. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at that show and how he was mobbed in Paris, France alone, and, and that's how big he was around the world, which is unheard of because there was – there was no internet when Jordan came into the league or got really popular. It was just all TV and commercials. Yeah, and really to see, like, the dream team down there in Brazil, the big poster of Michael Jordan dunking, just see how global he got. Definitely. Well, uh, I'd, I'd like to, to thank you both for your time. This is thoroughly enjoyable. Anthony, um, you ever want to come on again, just – step up and say it and we'd be glad to have you. you you did a great job and uh if you want to give us any feedback by all means rate us give a comment whether it's apple podcasts spotify anchor we appreciate it and you can also follow us on instagram at domination sports nation uh, anthony any anything final before we wrap this up and let you go on your merry way 
Um, no, just I, I just really want to thank you guys for having me. Had a had a good time. Yeah, thanks for being a special guest on our podcast. Yeah, our pleasure. And then, uh, Dom, final thoughts before we go? Nothing really. Just thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. And thank you. All right, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.